Another episode of Lead Singer Syndrome. I am your host, once again, as always, Shane Told. I come to you live from beautiful Chicago, Illinois. It's funny how the memories come back now, not just of all the times I've played shows here, but I remember a podcast that I recorded here actually once with Stephen Page. Go back and listen to that one. What an episode that was. Bare Naked Ladies, Frontman, and just an awesome dude. That was a bit different for me, for this show, and today we have something maybe even a little more different from the huge. I speak with the one and only Tiffany. Yes, that Tiffany, known probably most for her hit, I Think We're Alone Now, in 1987. She was one of the original 80s teen idols, doing mall tours, On the covers of all the magazines, selling millions and millions and millions of albums. And she's had an incredible career. And I got to go hang out with her, drink a little wine on her tour bus, and watch her perform alongside the New Kids on the Block, Naughty by Nature, Salt and Peppa, and even former teen rival. Debbie Gibson. What a show, what a tour, and what an episode. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Before we get into that, like I say every week, you can get in touch with me. I get all the emails. I read them all. I write back to as many as I can. I get a lot of emails. So feel free. Jump on. Let me know what you think of the show. If you've got suggestions for upcoming guests, anything really you want to say, feel free. Lead Singer Syndrome at gmail.com is the email address. Be sure to hit me up on the social media at Shane Told, at Lead Singer Sin, at Lead Singer Syndrome on Instagram. Don't forget about our Facebook page. We got lots of things going on there. And if you want to help at the show, check out the Lead Singer Syndrome All Access Club. Basically, for as little as $6 a month, you get access to a whole bunch of bonus content, bonus episodes, I interview non-lead singers. We have an amazing community of other fans of the show, interaction with them, interaction with me. We do meetups all over the world, like today at 4 o'clock in Chicago. We're hanging out. It's going to be a good time. So yeah, all I ask is that you check it out. The link, leadsingersyndrome.com slash all access. Because that's what keeps this thing going every single week. So check it out. And thank you to all my sinners worldwide. Another reminder, I'm on tour all summer with my band Silverstein. We're supporting August Burns Red for their 10-year anniversary tour of their album Constellations. And I'm having a blast. Just about two weeks in, we got a lot more of this tour left. We're playing pretty much all over the U.S. and Canada. So go get a ticket. And if you see me at the show... Feel free to say hi. Say, I love your podcast, man. I love hearing that, and uh, I just like to talk to people. So check it out, augustburnsred.com. Hey, probably find tickets there. Or just, you know, Google it. It seems to work pretty well. All right, well, it's time. Let's get into it. 
and my conversation with Tiffany. Well, uh, yeah, this is super, you know, chill for the most part. And, totally, you know, yeah. and I love that we're just starting off chatting. Yes, I'm, um, a, I'm a talker in case you. I love, noticed. I love that because whenever I do, you know, because I, I I interview a lot of people I know, and we don't ah, know each so other. It's easy, no, it, we don't. Know and when each I other. don't know somebody, especially over the phone, it can Google be very you, difficult. I, I totally cheated. Sorry. You what? You what? <laughs> I googled you. Oh, good. Well, that's good. So you know, you kind of know what this I is do then. No, yeah. Nice. If I could ask you just to talk a little bit sure. more into the microphone. Sure. You got to get that, that real good audio. Better, better, you know? better. I think it's going to be great. So, Oh, you're number two. I'm number one. There we go. So I'm here with Tiffany, and um, this is really cool. Well, um, thank you. You're in my country of Canada. Yes. And you came from Detroit, which is interesting because I actually live in a city called Windsor, which is right across the river. Oh, easy So then. I live 10 minutes from downtown Detroit. Oh, so you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah. You and say is that. it easy to go back and forth if you want to? Yeah, or? it's super easy. They're really oh, chill. Very yeah. cool. Very, yeah, very cool. So. Well, we, I came across on a bus. Yes. And of course, they're not super chill. <laughs> well, you never know. It, like, it depends who you get, you know? Um, well, I had a gentleman who's a fan. So oh, cool. So he actually had my old school album to sign. Really? But I mean, yeah, and we still had to get off the bus and go to, you know. He you, had it, like, with he, him? He had it with his girlfriend, brought it all the way. Yes, yeah, like she, they, she, how do they know you were she coming? Knew I, well, they oh know that God. you're coming through. Oh, they yeah. do. Um, and we're in a big caravan. So That's there's me, Naughty by Nature, Debbie Gibson, New Kids okay, on the Block. Yeah, yeah. So you know, we're all coming through Salt and Pepper. So you know, they all know that we're coming through. Right. But yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're all kind of like, I mean, I Googled everything. You're only allowed 10 cans of beer oh, yeah. and like a certain amount of alcohol. I was like, well, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because you got a bus with 12 people or whatever. You know, even the driver counts. So you no. can kind of add it up. So, so we're they don't on my bus, I have that. to say. And there are people coming and going. Just if you hear ruffling oh, in the background. Good, yes. This is Nietzsche. She's actually delivering Hi. some red wine today. Very good. So for our interview and pre-show game face a little bit. I get it uh, on. Yeah. No, I've been running, running, running just as fast as I can, literally. Oh, uh, I see what you did <laughs> came there. Came from two interviews already this morning. Cool. And so, yeah. But I had asked that, you know, literally we dumped everything. <laughs> Oh, you didn't have to do that. We dumped everything. I didn't know what was happening. So I want to play by the rules a little bit. But we were like, we have no alcohol at all on the bus. What is wrong with us? No, 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 no. I'm not a huge drinker, but it's like, it's one of those things where people take, when it's off the table, you wanted more. Oh, sure. I'm like, I don't even care if I want a glass of wine today, but I just want it on the bus. So, yeah. So there's that. But I actually had a lovely lunch around the corner today so i did get to get out and i make a point everywhere i go to try to get out and walk a little yeah, bit take it yeah. in a little bit so um and canada is one of my favorite places i have a cool. lot of friends here which i didn't get a hold of so i'm probably going to be in <laughs> trouble but you know it's just, i don't know
don't have so much time, you know. Yeah. I have the show and this and that and that. Uh-huh. So it's like it's overpowering if you reach out to too many friends. You just frustrate people more than make them happy. I know what you, you can't mean, go to their right? home. You can't go out to dinner. You can't like. It's like you want to come and look at me on the bus while I'm getting ready. That's I not know, so exciting. I know. Like <laughs> I know it can be tough, but yeah, it's just yeah, and and especially like every day. Like some days. When you're on tour and you have, I mean, this is an extensive tour. This is not. Oh yeah, this is. This is not just tour. a couple weeks. This is. No, this is a big deal. A and big then deal. I came off of a tour before this, so I've right. been touring literally almost two years. And before that's the this. thing. It's like some days you just need yeah. a day. You just, just like everybody need a needs day. a day. You know? But I'll, you find that on tour, your days are. I'm going to stay in bed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch Netflix or <laughs> on, you know whatever on demand. Yes. And I'm going to go and do all the things that the girls out there listening, you know when you think you're going to do facials or massage or nails or even your hair that's like a luxury thing no this is part of my job now it sounds ridiculous but I'm like I'm so about like I've got to go clean up and I've got to do this so they become appointments and it just becomes more crazy town you know of to do's on the list so I'm already planning a vacation right now I love (laughs) being out here it's amazing it's not that strenuous but it is every day. Every yeah. day, every day, every day. You don't really have your own time. You have your stuff you have to be there for. So I am looking forward to sitting on a beach somewhere and turning my cell phone off. Perfect. Just for right? a minute before I go to the UK. And I say a minute. I really do mean like yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Because <laughs> we have, from this mixtape tour, we go to the UK for a month. Yeah, I do all the, the festivals yeah. there. Yep. All the stuff to work the new album pieces of me. Then yep. I come back and I literally, two days later after I land here, start three months of a, of a UK tour for myself. Pieces of me. It's. I feel like that's kind of good and kind of exciting though because you've been doing this a long time i can't complain you haven't you you've been you know you've been making music the whole time but you haven't been go 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 like this the whole time uh so i have you must feel a little bit bit of a resurgence for two years yeah i mean behind the scenes sure we i have been pounding the pavement and stuff so yeah even before i got to the mixtape tour i kind of felt like i needed a nap and mm-hmm. I should have taken a nap, but I really didn't. You know, I went to and did a bunch of promotion. It's all about the new music for me. Yeah. Getting the message out there, living the new music. I have a full band. Um, people don't probably even know what I can do, which is right. awesome. So that's why yeah. we're working really hard. So even on this tour with the mixtape, I'm getting up in the morning, doing promotion, <laughs> yeah. radio, everything, doing all that stuff. And I'm, you know, more than anything, I'm very excited. That people are really open to it. It's great. They're like, you know, getting the singles and they're like, Tiffany, Tiffany, what? Th- that Tiffany? Right. What's right. happening here? But, you know, the. I get all the reports on my email about the new album and the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. I'm very much in the know. <laughs> and it's great to hear them say, Really good stuff, actually. It is such a different world now, though, oh, right? I, uh, I mean, just even just from a couple years ago, let alone yes. since you know 1987, it is it is crazy. And what I love about this tour you're doing, and you're playing, you know, you're playing the Air Canada Center or what do they call it now? Um, Scotiabank Arena. They just changed yes, the name last year. Yes, they did just change the name. So you know, this is the home of the Raptors. NBA champs. Yes. Um, I hope Joey McIntyre is not going to wear that Bruins jersey on stage. I don't know what's going to happen. He can't. He can't do it. They I, eliminated the Leafs. We were supposed to. I, we've been locked out of the Raptors dressing rooms. Oh, because, yeah. Because of know, all the stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, because they're the, 
bomb right now. I mean, sure. that's congratulations, guys. Right. You know, so I mean, you know, they. I think they like locked off that floor. Right. So as a just a person coming to have a show here, it's like, well, that floor is not. It's not right. I, I totally get to it. You. I totally get and it. And I totally get it. But a lot of people were like, oh, that was the floor that was easiest for catering, and this and uh. that, and so uh, it's kind of reworked our world a little bit in the venue, but. When you win and when you're yes. on the top of your game, you can pick and choose what yes. you want. No, right? I saw I saw Joe, I saw you and, <laughs> and Joey you on stage for it together. Really, really hard. So uh, <laughs> you know, I, I yeah. congratulations. Absolutely. Um, yeah, well, you know, I see Joey on your Instagram. I see Joey McIntyre and you wearing be, the Bruins jersey, he's and I'm not like, going to be happy. I'm yes. sure. But you know, hey. <laughs> um, but but my my point of my question, I guess, is that you know this is not a little club tour. We're right. talking about arenas. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, serious venues. And what's cool about it is the New Kids on the Block opened for you. I know. When was it? In 1990? Great. And um, now all these... In the 80s. In the 80s. 80s. Oh, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's come back full circle. And you're still here and everyone's happy and healthy. I know. It must just be such a trip, you know? I mean, that's the biggest thing is that... You know, celebrating 30 years, but loving still what we're doing. I mean, it yeah. is real. It's genuine. Yeah. You know, I'm here and I'm like, you know, I wish I had a vacation day and I wish I could go get my yeah. nails done only because I want to present the best to my fans and be in every meet and greet and every picture shiny yeah. and all that because it matters. And we are really celebrating 30 years yeah. of the fans, you know, mostly. These people have been with us from beginning to Do end. Do you have any people them. showing you photos of when you met them all the time that must be such a trip that's why I want my hair and makeup and my nails because back well, then got it the was hair. not good I will tell you I'm always like oh and I do I sign over my bad hair or you know what? Like uh, if, I, if I'm all goofy and what I wore or something right. I make it you know, point to like sign over the middle of the photograph just because I'm like, oh, what was I thinking well, that I'm day? I'm sure those people have the same reaction to their own photo oh, too. Oh, no, we laugh about it all right. the time. Yeah. I mean, that's the funny thing. They're like, look at us. And it, here's the amazing thing though. I have to say, most people that are like, well, all people to be honest with you, they're all showing me photographs of back then and now and we look better now. Yeah, we do. We look like we own ourselves much more. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, comfortable in our own, own skin. Absolutely, yeah. Um, having the time of our life. Happy to be here. Happy to be reminiscing about old school. Repre- you know, representing old school, uh, which I love. There's like this. I don't know this charge in everybody that I right, can't really yeah. explain. But it's it's amazing to see it. Totally. I- oh, drop my mic. I totally, uh, <laughs> I totally, I totally love that. And you know, another person on the tour, Debbie Gibson. It, you know, she's here, and you're doing all these things together. And over the years, you have. But back in the day, the media made it seem like you were oh, we rivals. And it, I love yeah. that that it's come now that you are actually, you know, good friends, if not, you know, seemingly best oh, friends no, in we terms are of entertainment. Very good friends. I mean, yeah. you know, Deb gets me, I get her. We're totally different. Um, and right. I think that's the cool thing about it, you know. Um, but no, we're completely different. I'm more of a renegade, kind of like off the cuff, yeah. fly by the seat of my pants, kind of hippy dippy chick, you know. <laughs> um, and she is much more. Um, well, she's learning to be a little bit more. Free.
free flowing. Okay. But I mean, you know, she's Maybe come from a, a different a, past well, where it's Broadway. Exactly. A lot of like, you know, you have to be very disciplined. You, it's the same thing every day, and that mm-hmm. is a total different task. Well, it's really than, like that I know, you know, like it was the first. Uh, West Coast East Coast rivalry, you know, it was. <laughs> like the, like the rap know. battles. <laughs> and I am, I think we're representing New York bo- and you're like California. perfectly. Yeah, I love New York. Yep. You know, when I go there, like even I went there when I was 18 and I started doing the new Inside album. And at first, I really struggled. Everybody was so forthcoming, um, very honest, brutally honest, uh, make it happen kind of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. L.A. is not that. L.A. really is a jive talking kind of town that you'll talk to somebody for two hours and then realize halfway through none of this is ever yes. going to happen yes. or it will happen in front of you as they step away to talk to somebody else like you just see yeah. them drop you like it's hot um, then that's just <laughs> very LA uh, promises promises that are never going to happen beautiful people you know a lot of perping going on um, you know and it's just it's it's a different it's a networking kind of town mm-hmm. it really is show what you got and all that kind yep. of stuff and schmooze people where New York is really a little bit more talent it's still networking but it's a lot of just pounding the pavement yeah. um, and being honest and being who you are and finding who you are so I guided towards that way more when I was 18 even though I struggled through the tears and the awkwardness and everything once I got it I was like this is a gem I just rather be told yes no what you want from me this can happen or not. I don't but need that. I don't need the crap in the music industry. Totally. Although it's all crap. <laughs> but that's got that's got to be got to have to do with the way that it started for you at such a young age. When well, you yeah. you know, and, lo- and I'd love to go back and talk about that because you know y- you were what fourteen when you got discovered, and maybe not even. No, and I was I was singing professionally already when I was eight, yeah, and opening up right. by the time I was nine and ten, I was opening up for Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, yeah. uh, Hoyt Axton, on and on, on country music, right. and that's what was played in my household, and that's kind of what we followed: Little Richard, Jerry Lou, there, Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, all these people. I opened up for it just as a little ten-year-old girl. Yeah. So I had quite the experience. Exactly. And, you so- know, I mean, I knew what it was to be a musician already, to be. I was kind of spoiled in the sense of I saw them have their families, their careers, the dogs on the road, the bus, the kids, everybody just rolled out of the bus and you could have it all. Well, really at that time, especially for pop music, as I started in pop music, Mm -hmm. that was not obtainable. That was like a no, no, no. So I was already coming with, you know, ideas of grandeur like I can have a family and I can have this and I can have it all and then I got stuck in the pop world and it was like no you have to look a certain way okay you have to do this and so it's been a, quite an education to get right. to where I'm at now um, and to have the luxury that I have now with all the people on the road with me to be able to I was just discussing this earlier in one of my interviews to be able to have the personal life that I've had which I think again Deb and I going back to that We've nurtured that personal life, and that's why we're still standing 30 years later, and we're very confident in who we are. We love our music, and it's because we've been able to live both lives and grow as artists and not be, you know... Totally. um, We didn't allow ourselves to be put in a box, even though the industry may have done that. They did, and and, and my... Just to get back to kind of what I wanted to ask you, you know, and how you prefer this New York-style... 
tell me to my face what you yes, think of me. Much better. Part of that is because I think you're so young that everyone's trying to shelter you, right? Your manager's yeah, trying to shelter you there, your, or your parents are trying to shelter you, or, I mean, you divorced your parents. You know, it was really crazy. I didn't divorce my parents. Well, I, I tried to, you, like... You tried. <laughs> well, I didn't, you know, that's the whole thing, is that, you know, I think that was the biggest thing that I learned about being a celebrity, is coming from a family that is, you know, a little dysfunctional, mm-hmm. didn't know how to communicate, um, and then all of a sudden you have, you know, the rise to fame, you have all this paparazzi outside, yeah. and we don't know how to even communicate. So for yeah. me... I was on the road. I had the label. I had a manager. I had fans now. I have expectation, mm-hmm. uh, things that I have to do every day, uh, mall tour, all of this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I go home to complete chaos. So for me, I just was saying, can I just go to some place that actually be safe, quiet, which was my grandmother's house. Yeah. So, I, of course, I wanted to go and live with my grandmother. But my mom, and some people will understand this, you know, when you have an addictive personality, my mom was an alcoholic, she guided to me. I was the eldest. Yeah. She depended on me. Yeah. Um, I was kind of her counselor, her fall guy, all of it, you know. And she just didn't want to let me go. It was just right. that simple. She didn't really want to, you know, she didn't trust my stepfather getting back in a marriage with them because they were separated before I got my record mm-hmm. deal. Um, she didn't know about her own addiction and where she was and all of that. So it was very easy to to keep me. Um, and, you know, at the time I was just a kid. So all I'm wanting to do is be where it's safe and sound and where I know I can be functional really more than anything so you know i was fighting for that and somebody had mentioned to me emancipation yeah that you could go and live with your grandmother and if you petition right it seems so easy and the next thing i know i'm in this big battle with my mom and my dad and all kinds of stuff and all this ugly is coming out of nowhere from my family part true part not yes um you know and that's where i probably learned right off the bat wow i'm a public figure Wow, people are going to say a lot of stuff and add to the story, even though they don't know, just because it seems like they can get 10 minutes of fame. And how hurtful also this can be in the public eye, where you know you never want all your stuff, your dirty laundry out there. That was never my intention to hurt my parents or anything, or to be perceived as a girl who'd gotten too big for their britches and just didn't want her parents. It was it was way deeper than that. Yeah. Um, but you know, again, I never have really spoke about it because you know again that would be telling more things about my parents and I thought that at that time that wasn't the right thing to do so I kind of kept quiet all these years but yeah. that's the long and short of it it was just really me wanting to go and spend time with my grandmother where I felt nurtured and I could carry on the things that were expected of me right. from laborers and managers because you know even at 14 I had people in my life who were like too bad this is a this is business. I, we don't care that you're 14. We're not going to coddle to you. We, you know, my my manager was from New York, so he, there was no coddling for Tiffany at all. I've actually had a very straightforward do or die right. career, and um, you know, and that's been painful at times, you know, yeah. because I was just a kid trying to work it out. But I think I learned the industry. I learned the respect of the industry, and I learned, you know, that. It's your career, and you got to be, you know, there, present as yeah. much as possible, and you, pers- you know, you persevere through the hardship no matter what. Well, it sounds like you were pretty mature 
well, through I'm all this. Trying to be, I'm I growing mean, up as we speak. Right, <laughs> I know, right. You, it, that's the thing, though. It's funny, and, and I mean, I guess, I guess, I do want to ask you. You must. I don't know if you feel like this or not, but do you feel like you missed out on, you know, oh, the I typical? Don't feel like, no, not or at you, all. you feel like what you gained and what you what you experienced made up for all? Yeah, I what mean, this, you maybe, is, this has been my life. This is what I right. wanted to do since I was a little girl. Because you always so see it. It's, I it's, never it's, think if I missed out on something. Oh, good. Because you know, it's such a cliche thing to happen in a movie where someone wishes they were. I wish I was famous, and then they there's like one of those. You know, oh well, this would have happened, and then you're right. like, I just wish I was a normal high school kid again, you know, and like that seems no. like something that they is more in the movies than Absolutely reality. Not. But I don't want to be that. a normal high school. I don't think I was ever a normal <laughs> high school girl. Anyway, I mean, singing has been in my blood since I was a little girl. Yeah, I mean, I drove my family crazy. Literally, <laughs> they were constantly shoving cookies or ice cream or something to try to make me shut up because I was singing all the time. I mean, even here, I'd be performing in front of us. My mom couldn't have a conversation with her girlfriends. Right. We couldn't go to the store. I mean, even the car, (laughs) I would be leaning out the back seat and turning towards, you know, the back window and performing for all the people on the freeway. Yeah. Um, That's just what I did. I love music. I still love music. I still am that weirdo, really. (laughs) It's great, though. You will find me at the back of my bus performing and singing to Stevie (laughs) Nicks and who knows what else. Um, But I mean, yeah, it was so funny because um, my bodyguard, he's left now to go back home for just a minute, but he'll come back. He's one of my dearest friends. His name is Armando. And he's trained me. He's a trainer. And he's trained me for Playboy and all these other things. So he does security for me. But it was so funny because we were out here and uh, we were listening to Ann Wilson um, do the tribute to Led Zeppelin. You know, and so he had it up, and it was like early in the morning, a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love Ann Wilson's voice; she's amazing singer. Her range is amazing. I get the best compliments when they say, "You remind me of," yeah. and and I smile like <laughs> that's like the best thing to say to me. So she was hitting these notes. You know, and I, I don't know, I was making coffee or something. It literally was like 10 o'clock in the morning. Everybody's still trying to wake up. And all of a sudden I went, I hit one of those notes and I just wanted to see if I could do it. Right. And Armando looked at me and he goes, oh my, oh. And I go, I'm so sorry that I scared you. He goes, well, that came out of nowhere. I go, well, I know, but it's always in your brain. Yes. The music's always bubbling in your skin. You know, it's always, I'm always thinking about music and thinking about how to rise to the next occasion or listening to somebody like Ann Wilson going, could I hit that note? She's amazing. <laughs> you know, I'm always aspiring to be better. And um, it was so funny, his reaction the other day, I was like, I'm so sorry. But, you know, I mean, it just comes out of you out of nowhere. The same thing was writing songs. I could be doing yeah. something in the middle of a conversation with you go, hold on, I'm so sorry. Sure. Uh, ho, ho, hold on, something's coming through. It's like a weirdo that, you know, is like channeling something. But, I mean, it's great to be living in the music so much. I don't mm-hmm. think I got that in the 80s. You know, I was touring, I was around musicians, but I had you know a different life then now it's i'm really am a musician i'm constantly absorbing constantly yeah. learning constantly meeting other people that i could work with or just it's cool to know them it's cool to talk the talk with them and be a part of their vibe totally. and to be valid that's amazing to me yeah i think it was it was you know the biggest change that happened between you know when you started to when um you know like you know the, the let's say the 10 year period there it was like Oh well, there were cassettes, and now there's CDs, 
And it's like now you think of the ten year period. It's like there's new shit all the time oh, yeah. happening. You have if you want to be, you know, uh, uh, not even successful, but if you just want to exist, you need to constantly be looking around, seeing what other people there's are so doing, asking questions, yeah. figuring it out. You know, there's I've learned so much um, with being an independent, running my yeah. own management company. Yeah. You know, company now, um, having my own label, go on then records. Um, of course I have a team of people but you know it's amazing now how to work those records the new album pieces of me yeah I mean that is all about it's great to talk about music but it's better to play it it's better to like <laughs> represent so I'm a big advocate of yeah it's really great to like show up to radio and talk about music can we do an acoustic thing can I sing oh cool can I sing can a I lot sing? of artists I... don't want to do that oh no I'd rather sing to you than talk to you yeah I mean because that's what I do I'm a live artist that's what has always worked for me wonderful um, so I'm singing all the time even on the mixtape tour I've meet and greets here on the bus we do pieces of me we do the new material they get an acoustic set oh you do it right here we do it right Lounge? Here, right here. Well, yeah. Cool. I, I throw out some cocktails, and I always have. <laughs> it's the funniest thing because I do a meat and cheese platter wherever I go. Right. Usually, that's just my jam. I always do that for the band when we have Airbnbs, and I cook a lot for my band, and I, right. I try to have yeah. like a lot of down home vibe. So I always put the you know the meat and the cheese out and cocktails or whatever. But we call it pieces of meat. <laughs> so we're really running with this title. But um and everybody gets a kick out of it, you know, but I mean it's amazing that they get to see you know the performer that I am. I yeah. mean that's having this new material and writing on this album and then continuing to write here on the bus because we have a little mini studio in the back. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and, you know, I have the right people around me still. Yeah. You know, my band is here. My producer is here. Why not continue to grow and write music? Um, and I think that's what people don't really know about me is what a musician I am. I'm constantly, you know, I love the hair and makeup part of it. It's much needed. Um, but... <laughs> I really love the studio stuff. I love the writing songs. I love jamming well, with the band, all of that kind of stuff. It's also awesome these days that you can do that and you can just have a studio in, in literally in the oh, uh, it's amazing. back of the butt. That never ha- wouldn't happen in you know 87. Well, I mean, there, it, there was always things, but you have to take it to a massive studio. Yeah. I mean, here we're still, um, we're, we're going to Rockfields in Wales um, where Bohemian Rhapsody was recorded, where I recorded right. part of Pieces of, of Me, the new album. And there's such, so many magical i highly encourage you to go there and cool. take a trip with your band and go and record there because it's amazing yeah i mean it's out There's... and they pastures but to just lean against you know against the piano that freddie mercury oh wrote God. bohemian rhapsody is not imagine. a bad start to your day i'm just saying <laughs> so if the it. walls could talk in there and you can feel it and yeah. that's my favorite place to record so we're going back this summer you know it's true and you know, there's a lot lost in recording these days, and I've, you know, I heard. I think it was one of the Drake uh, songs. There was an interview the producer did where he literally recorded, recorded it in a like a bathroom of a, oh, a yeah. Holiday Inn Express. It's crazy, isn't you it? You know, because somebody was in the main like yeah. room, and he recorded this thing in a bathroom, and and it became, you know like a number one song. Well, it works. I mean, we can write and put our demos together here. I would probably not do my vocals here, but I mean, but you everything, could, you know, you that's, could. The, that's the you crazy really part. You really could if you wanted to. It's, it's like, but I feel like there is a little bit of magic lost. Like, I think it was, 
I was just visiting my parents and they were watching, you know, my parents, you know, they're getting older and they, they sit in front of the TV and they watch all these shows. I'm getting a little off track, but like every time there's, they know so much more about cool TV shows than I do. Yes. So I'll be like, and I'll always try to beat them out and be like, oh, I heard about this show. It's on HBO. It's called, um, it just came out. It's called Barry. And, and they're like, oh yeah, we watched, yeah, first Dun, season was great. Dun, Dun, Second Dun, season's a little now? slow. Yeah. Like, but, but they were watching this documentary and it was about Simon and Garfunkel yeah. and how they recorded um, that song, The Boxer. Oh, you know, yeah. the lie, lie, lie. Yeah. And then there's that sound that's like, and they had to move like an entire, you know, studio with reel-to-reel machines yes. and a console into this church oh, to hit crazy. this thing with this thing to make this sound. And of course, now I'm sure any little tiny, you know, th- producer that can oh, make yeah. a record in a bathroom would just be like, "Oh, that sounds sure," and they Bing, could beat yeah. it. Here you we know, go. This, so this button right here. Right. So anytime you know, there's something that can be inspiring like Freddie Mercury's piano or anything at all that you can grab onto that's like okay a real moment it's, I well, think is special that, and I think is important it's just a vibe you know yeah, exactly. I mean, all of those are different stories but like that vibe of you could feel when I go to Rockfields I can feel the hardship I can feel uh, the yeah. Yeah. what's next I can feel the energy of the excitement of we know we've got it in the bag I can feel all of these things you know and it, it you just can't really put your finger on it um, <laughs> and I'm addicted now to that process especially now staying and having a residency like for a week there yeah. where no one does anything else but music. Is there something to be able to roll over and create music? Um, create until four in the morning, you know, to go, ah, that wasn't right yesterday. Let's go back and redo it. And there's no pressure. And everybody is present. Nobody's thinking about watering their lawn or, you know, <laughs> running to the bank or anything like yeah. this in real life. Because that's yeah. what we do, even in the studio in Nashville. I've got people go, got to be out by 4.30, got to be out by yeah. 6, got to do, yeah. you know. And that's cool, but I can't tell you that the music process and the creative process is going to stop by 10 to 6. I don't know about that. I know. We might had we went another 45 minutes tapped into something amazing. Sure. And I don't like those restraints now. Nope. You know, I have to say my producer Mark Alberici really is the one who kind of put me into this mindset. Um, and and once I tried it, that's it. I'm forever like this is it now. <laughs> uh, totally. So I'm very annoyed when we're doing sessions and people go, "I got to go." I'm like, "Yeah, not really going to happen." So sorry. We're lifers here. <laughs> I know. I know it can be bad. I just got sent awesome new wireless earbuds from Raycon. I opened the box, opened up my phone, and literally in less than a minute, I was jamming out to my favorite tunes. What struck me right away was how well these fit and then how amazing they sound. Definitely more bass than my other wireless headphones. But the biggest game changer is the price. The E25 earbuds they sent me start at half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, have six hours of playtime, and really are super comfortable, whether it's music, conference calls, or binging this podcast. And there's no dangling wires or stems to distract other people if you're on a video call. The company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Mike Tyson, and Melissa Etheridge are just a few people obsessed with Raycons. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not the other distractions from the room. 
Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you drop hundreds of dollars on a pair, check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash LSS. That's B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N dot com slash LSS for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash LSS. If you're in tech, you've been there before. Feeling the pain of hiring a freelancer or new employee for designer development only to find out months later that it's not a fit. And those types of mistakes aren't cheap. Instead, Mutual Mobile, a digital technology consultancy, uses the process it's developed over the past 10 years, delivering over 600 client projects to ensure your fast and beautiful mobile or web app is finished on time and within budget. Mutual Mobile has built apps for numerous companies that have been acquired, such as Eero, acquired by Amazon, FlexDrive, acquired by Lyft, and MapMyFitness, acquired by Under Armour. You get a dedicated team to help you with your tech project from start to finish, from ideation to product shipment to maintenance and everywhere in between. Mutual Mobile designs and builds beautiful mobile and web apps that increase the value of your business. If you have design or development needs, schedule a free 30-minute consultation at mutualmobile.link slash LSS to get started. That's M-U-T-U-A-L-M-O-B-I-L-E dot L-I-N-K slash L-S-S to get started with your free consultation today. So I, I, um, I, we're already at 30 minutes. I, I, um, I want to talk about I think we're alone now, and I want to Uh-oh. talk about it because you've recorded it several times. We recorded it, and I want to know if for you that is. Oh yeah, open it up. I'm going to yeah. open up yeah, a yeah, bottle yeah, of ahead, wine. Go ahead. Is that um, okay? Of course, Do you it want is. a glass of wine. I'll have a little bit. Sure. So here's the tacky thing I love about it because we're on a bus. This is a, so oh, a Pinot Noir from. Oh, I have yeah? to serve it to you in a plastic French? glass. Oh, I, I'm not because, picky. Or cup, I should say, not plastic glass. Do you want me to cup. get that? I'll get that while you okay, talk. Okay, awesome. I have to serve it to you in a plastic because, you know, should it go rolling all over the world, it would be bad on a bus to have glass. So we don't get real stuff. I do snag utensils, real utensils from catering, I just have to say, um, because I just can't cut with plastic all the time. But yeah, there's no like you know glass or any kind of real real stuff on the bus. Um, it's all you know, good. Well, it's all good, but it's like I'm always like, yes, nice bottle of wine, cheap plastic Dixie cups. Just saying, but We're uh, keeping much, it real. much necessary. Eddie, my bus driver, who's awesome, he keeps a tidy little home and he takes care of us and gets us everywhere very safely. So I'm very happy with that but you know yeah he smacked it down as soon as he was like no glass no this no that I was like alright we're gonna have a really good time up in here <laughs> but uh, yeah we've been rolling around and talking about I think we're alone now um, it's we just celebrated a million hits million views in a month wow. on the new video so I'm very thrilled with that it was awesome to go back cheers it was awesome was to go up. yeah I mean it it's was a beautiful really sound it was really cool no to time like, to let it breathe let's cheers, just go guys exactly yes cheers 
thank you, everybody who's listening for help, you know, pushing over. I think we're low now. Hopefully you were part of it. Uh, if not, go check it out. Well, um, it's awesome to have like the new recording, little more rock, of course, it a little is. more sassy. And I know, I know that you have always been Cheers, kind babe. of a rock girl. Yes. And that you, you were kind of like, I don't want to say not allowed, but the direction. I was not allowed. Of, okay, yes, you weren't allowed. Not allowed <laughs> um, to do it. And the t- you did a 2007 version too, didn't you? Uh, well, I did a 2007 version, but that was more dance. Yeah, exactly. So this um, over the I years, feel of like course, this... dance DJs have reached out to me a million times over, yeah, which I'm grateful. Yeah. But to really be embracing the rock stuff is what I've always envisioned for myself for a long time. So this is really oh, a, a celebration line. for me. And, yes. you know, and somebody who took it serious, my producer, <laughs> took it serious and really didn't water it down. I've done a lot of records in between yep. um, then and now, and they won't see the light of day because everybody promised me, you know, it's going to be what I thought and did it, and I got in mm-hmm. there and then they just watered it down. Mark didn't do that. So now I'm very excited to have Pieces of Me and the new recording yes. of I Think We're What I now. think is cool is that you can, your voice has obviously, it's been a long time. Your voice has gotten better, but your voice hasn't changed that much. You still sound like not Tiffany. Really, yeah. You know, isn't that cool? I well, because there's think- a little like like that's. I mean, not to say that's scary, but I'm a singer myself too. And if I woke up tomorrow and didn't sound like me, right? That's not good. Oh, that's right? not gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's I not mean, gonna I, work. I'm a vocalist flat out and a live artist completely. So I have nothing to bring if I'm not in full voice. Yeah. I mean, I can chit chat and I, you know, have a wicked sense of humor and can <laughs> hang out and sign autographs. Yeah. But people come to see me sing, and that's for me the best thing because that's what I've strived to be that's what I my message has been all these years is I really am a singer um, with a range that people don't know with a heart that people don't know and you know and with a, a vision that people don't know about myself yeah. you know more of the rock side so now to get to live it you know I mean it's great I mean it's it's easy for me to sing live which is a knock on wood I'm thankful for that yeah. um, and the more that I have a live band around me the more I rise to those occasions and um, that's the easy work the the harder work is the message okay more than anything yeah um, getting people to get there and get their brains wrapped around it you know but once they get there and they see me in my band they're like believe they're like oh my gosh this is so idiot proof like why haven't you been doing this all along I'm like well here's the deal I've been trying <laughs> but I do believe that things have their time they just have their timing you know as much as i wanted it before and and color of silence um, from 2000 a critically acclaimed album from billboard rolling stone all these wonderful things fell out of the sky it still wasn't really probably the timing it was just that first turn and then i had to wait and wait and wait and it's been frustrating over the years to like go oh you know or to even do things and then you fail or invest in people and they don't really bring it you know and all these different things behind the scenes that I've been going through for 10 years or more yeah um, it really is exciting now to like have pieces of me as my foundation I'm not going backwards I'm going to keep going and pushing the envelope um, the new, new album even as we're writing now is um, even maybe a step a little further. Okay. Um, okay. Which is really cool. So, you know, I mean, we've kind of heard the response to Pieces of Me and what, you know, the industry wants and what the people want. And I have to weigh that with what I want. 
because that's the most important you know I, you only live once I should be doing the music I love there you go that's it it's just that simple Absolutely. guys I mean I just had my best friend die yesterday so uh, I, I can tell you right now more and more that is going through my brain is you got to be living the life you want and whether that's successful in the masses or successful with a few hundred people or a thousand people or it just I'm singing on the bus by myself <laughs> I don't care um, yeah. you have to know that what you're doing is fulfilling your heart and that's all I'm really seeking right now is stuff that I know that is showing my talent and fulfilling me. So it really is that genuine and real. And whenever I get compliments or, you know, a good review or anything, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nerdy. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> I'm very giddy. Yeah. Well, right mean, now, which is awesome. You're though. taking care in your craft and I think it's showing and that's, yes, you know, you. that's a really great thing. I mean, you've done, I don't want to say, I don't want to call it gimmicky stuff, but you did some gimmicky stuff. Yeah. I you did. know, like the, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, you know, actually, I did that. Really, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. As cheesy as it sounds, yes, I actually did that because it was a challenge to get on a plane, go so far. Oh, right. Also, I've never been flying. around people that I don't know. So that was really you can't have a manager, you can't have an assistant, you can't have anybody. You walk in cold turkey, literally, with a bunch of strangers, right. and I thought that that would be a good experience for me as a person because I'm getting divorced now um, I'm starting the next wave of my life new music a lot of challenges a lot of feeling yeah um, confident in your own skin you got to own it yeah and you got to be happy with who you are so in a weird way when that show came even though it's a TV show yes. and goofy it was going to challenge me so much that I thought, okay, if I can go to another country where I have literally no one and I'm going to be asked to do some crazy shit, frankly, you know, jump off bridges and do things in a <laughs> way out of my comfort zone, I will have this when I come back in a weird way. Yeah. Um, and, and I did that. Every night I looked at the stars. There was a lot of time, downtime on production. And I literally was in a different country with Australians who are lovely, but I've never been to Australia. I have now. You never had I, been. But at that time, I oh, had wow. no That's reference crazy. what they never were been. talking about. So I was the odd man out, really. Yeah. And to be literally in you know this campground where you hear baboons and you hear all this stuff. And, you're, <laughs> and it's like Hunger Games. You're waiting for them to do something really shitty to you the next day. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Or if it's not you, it's your friend, which you don't feel <laughs> even better about. You're just like, oh, my God, torture. But, you know... You grow in these weird environments. Yeah. And every night I would sit there and look at the moon and just think of the things that I wanted to do, where I wanted to take my music, and in a weird way, grow within myself. Sure. I was so uncomfortable sometimes and so lonely at times. I spent 19 days there. But, you know, when you really are isolated, you're not eating. I mean, we have 800 oh, sure. calories a day. So you're detoxing. All okay. these different <laughs> things are happening. You're challenged physically. You are come back. You're like just frazzled to your core. But what that does is it makes you get real with yourself. Yeah. And I knew it would do that. Yeah. And I sat there and I just kind of planned the next year of my life and planned 
owning my music and planned things that I wanted for myself come hell or high water were going to happen. Fuck yeah. I love this. So that's this is pretty great. much, I got my warrior spirit in a yeah. weird way from a cheesy show. Well, yeah. I mean, and the other, and you did the, the But celebrity. it was really true and, and real. I thought if I can do this, yeah. well, that makes sense. I can do anything on my own because I'm so out of my element. I mean, how, yeah. how, you know, I mean, I'm, this is me, do or die. Right. Well, you did the Celebrity Fit Club too. I did, and that's, and that's also that the was same just thing. I, mean, I was fat. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, that's the same thing. That's that was that's a long again, time ago. That again, was just because uh, I was fat. People. Okay, <laughs> I was like, yes, I need that. My agent called. He was like, so honey, I'm going to pitch this to you very lightly. <laughs> and I was like, uh huh. And he was like, so there's this show because Celebrity Fit Club, and I was like, uh huh. Do tell. He was like, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> and I was like, you're saying I'm fat, Steve. And that's what you're saying. Yes, sign me up. It's fine. <laughs> and I mean, we won. You know, we kicked ass. And right, I, I really right. got into shape and everything. I'm a tomboy through and through. So I love the challenge. You know, and I've never really shied away from my body that it, you know. Well, the can, Playboy thing it too. It can be great. It can be not so great. It can yeah. be great. It can be not so great. I'm a regular girl. So, yeah. you know, I've, I've done all the crazy diets in LA, all that stuff. And it's probably wrecked my body, to be honest with you. You can short your immune system your metabolism with all these different crazy diets and being a product of of LA in my Uh early 20s when I didn't need to diet but I still did I did all the crazy little everything and I've noticed a big difference in my body to be resilient or resistant to all the craziness so it's just about living my life now and being active you know yeah well I mean you you seem like you've been you know a healthy person there's, Most important, you know, your health. I mean, that's I, yeah. seriously. I can't like say that enough. There's yeah. so many of my friends that are beautiful people, and they're really struggling with a lot of different health issues mm-hmm. for one way or another. So you know, I'm very grateful that I didn't like you know short circuit anything permanently. But you know, you can't play with that kind of stuff. Really, yeah. you know, you just got to do proper nutrition, being happy, yeah. um, moving your body every day, all like old school stuff. You know, I love it, and that's really what's keeping me going now. And you know, I mean, I can maintain my weight now just from doing that. But you got to move your body, and you know, you know, you can't have too much luxury. I'm not a sweet person. I don't like a lot of cra- cakes or sweets or anything. My thing is mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> <laughs> you will find me with some mashed potatoes and gravy I would slap that out of your hand in a heartbeat you know it's funny so so I've been making mashed potatoes my mom's recipe my whole life and the other day uh, I was trying to make some mashed potatoes for so my my girlfriend works nights so I was so I make her lunches for her before she goes to work you know and I was trying to make mashed potatoes but as you know they take a while because you gotta boil the potatoes so I mistimed it a little bit Uh and I ended up having to uh, leave the house, but the potatoes weren't boiled, so I just left them in the hot water. Yes, that'll work. And I think it worked better. It works. And I'm yes. wondering if this is a little secret I picked up because it it's the be. best mashed potatoes I ever made. It could be. So yeah, yeah. But y- yeah, you're you're a I'm bit a of a foodie. cook. Yeah, you were on a cooking uh, show too. That's Rachel another thing Wade you did. Versus yeah. Guy. Um, did I've you win that one too? For, I, well, I came close. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I my 
some of my recipes have been published and cookbooks. Right, 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 I'm right. excited to have my own cookbook at the end of the year. Just oh, for really? fans cool. right now. Just a small little run is it, just is to it, test it out um, for, for the holidays. It's not a holiday-based cookbook by any means. It'll be something that you can actually give for you know Comfort foods. Quick yeah. stuff. Good. Um, calorie conscious. Um, and affordable, you know? Yeah. It's not like going to be some cheese that you have to Google and go out and, you know. I love all of that as well, but that's not how I cook. I cook out of the fridge. I'm sure a lot of people out there will understand. Oh, I've got this, 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 and this. What can I... So it's like chopped <laughs> from, you know, from your fridge, uh, which I love because that's what I do. I cook for the band all the time when we're on the road. I'm a big advocate of fresh food. Yes. I don't like to do a lot of processed. I don't like to do a lot of fast food. I just, my body can't ha- handle it. When you see yeah. me gain weight, that's what's happening is because I'm not eating fresh food. So I have to make the time to cook for myself um, and just have easy foods. Um, so, but you know, sometimes we land late at night. Yeah, it can be hard. Uh, I might be no pulling question. from a mini mart to, to make dinner oh, that night. I know. Um, but I mean, I think the band will tell you I pull it off pretty good. <laughs> um, and I just, I do, I love cooking for the band. So, you know, there's a lot of other things in the works to say Great. about that kind of stuff. A lot of cookbooks and stuff like that coming. So stay well, with that music I, and food. Go to, I love it. So I love well. it. I love it. So your tour manager just texted me to, I think give it a little bit of a wrap up. Uh, uh, um, Carolyn, she's on it. <laughs> she's really sweet. She's standing um, outside the bus. I'm but, sure. But uh, before I let you go, um, what else to tell the people? Well, I mean, I'm, more than anything, I'd love them to come to a live show. Yes. Um, to come and check out TiffanyTunes.com. That will take you everything Tiff World mm-hmm. from my Twitter, my Facebook, new merch, new music. Um, and What's the um, uh, what is that you have? Um, it's not relax, children. It's children behave. Children behave. What is is that? We're That's starting our own nation of children behaviors. Is yes. this because you have um, some people in their mid forties, fifties acting like behave. children outside? No, actually, it's because they don't want to behave. I okay. think that we've got, like gotten to a point where we're like. I'll tell you if I want to behave or not. So it's almost an anti-children behave from a lot of like my cheeky friends. I love it. Um, Of course, on the mixtape tour, I have a lot of women that come and they're teachers and their moms or whatever. And they just love it because they're like, yes, that's the message. (laughs) Children, sit down, behave, shut it, you know, (laughs) listen to what I want, you know, so they're buying the t-shirt. But really for most of my friends, it is really about owning yourself as an adult and going, you know, children behave, but like with a little wink, wink, you know? Yes, I love that so much. <laughs> I love that so much. So I have, before I let you go, I have one fan question, and it was it's kind of a strange one. Um, and so it, it, this is what it says. it says. So I don't know if she'll want to talk about it, but there was a documentary on Netflix called I Think We're Alone Now about two of her stalkers. Right. It was pretty fucked up. <laughs> Very strange, and that must it have been was. extremely uncomfortable. Did you never, watch it? I've never seen it. Good. Um, I watched a little bit of it last night after reading you this know, fan question. I have to say that um, I always stand up for Jeff uh-huh. in the documentary because well, you, actually, you obviously he's been him, a stalker, or I don't even want to call him that. He's been um, an overly zealous person yes. who's been with me for you know since I was fifteen, and he's. He's got Asperger's, mm-hmm. um, which is a disease, and so he gets really hyper, and he yeah, gets really yeah. stuck on things, and like just, oh, and he'll now share that with people. Um, 
So when I actually heard about some of the documentary, which I was tricked into doing, my part portion, because they said that they're from, you know, Santa Barbara or whatever, yeah. and that Santa Cruz and, and university and they're film students. And would I be interested in talking? Of course I will. Yeah. I'll help yeah. out anybody. And then it got into uncomfortable questions and me being nice. I was like, okay, where are we going with this? You know? So they got right. all that footage without me knowing that's what they were going to oh, do with it. Okay. Then they put out this, you know, movie right um and really for jeff i mean i want to say that you know he's somebody that yeah i've i've had stalkers all my life um (laughs) but i would say you know i actually got a little upset i was like well you're taking advantage of somebody there that has a, a problem and that's not really cool so you know everybody goes so this weird film, like you're upset that they took advantage of your stalker. I'm like, yeah, kind of, because he really isn't a harm. He's really not a threat. Um, and you know, he's been misunderstood a lot of years. Yeah. And now I see Jeff, you know, come out on the road and stuff. I'm like, Hey Jeff, can you man this here? Can you hold my purse? And he's like, sure. I mean, I, you know, I trust him. He's welcome on the bus. He's really not a threat. He's just, you know, he's he'll drive you nuts more than anything. Yeah. If you don't know every TIFF memorabilia more than anything, you're going to know it. You're going to know it and own it before he leaves the room. Right. So it's more than anything they go, oh, God, Jeff's coming. Because he'll be like, do you remember in 1986 when you did this? Oh, my gosh. Right. I love when you sang this. And my friends who are my true friends, they're just like, they roll their eyes like, girl, yeah. I cannot hear about your singing. We call them punishers. Stuff yes. anymore. Like, it's just oversaturation. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I, I saw that coming out, and I've really yet to watch it. I just can't really watch it. No, I, um, I honestly, yeah, I, I didn't, cool. I didn't know about it, and I just checked it out a little bit. I kind of skimmed through it a little yeah. bit. I didn't watch the whole thing, um, and it was on YouTube, so it wasn't like a complete, you know, rip or whatever. But uh, if I were you, I wouldn't watch it. Like no. it gave me anxiety. It, yeah, probably so would give if me I was anxiety. you, yeah. But it, I mean, you have to like. I mean, that's. I've been in the public eye since I was 14. Yeah. So I don't really yeah. know any different. I guess. You have to like, you know, look out. You do have to pay attention and, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. I've had bodyguards around me since then and they taught me. I used to bought Chuck Norris's house. So I started doing like martial arts and stuff like that with Chuck Norris a long time ago. And just to hear, just to hear these guys talk about their fan base and about martial yeah. arts and about bodyguarding themselves and being in there. Cause you know, they get a lot of, yeah. they get a lot of people who want to challenge them physically just to prove themselves. Oh, weird. Well, and yeah, so, I guess you know, I, mean, I, I was hanging thing. in that gang very early on in 15, 16 and 17. So, I mean, I, I heard about how to protect yourself, all these kind of, but more than anything, look around you. I, I, that's advice for everybody nowadays. Look around you. Yeah. Be aware of what's going on around you. Be aware when you're driving home, if there's a car and stuff. I mean, I'm very much that person yeah. now, but that's just good advice period in the climate that we live in. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, you don't have to be a celebrity anymore to have people that just tend to, you know, hone on to you and, and take this amazement of you. You know, I mean, it's happening in, in everybody's world, in common world, teachers, mothers, you know, people that just go to the gym. So you just really have to protect yourself, unfortunately, now. Yeah. Not to be paranoid, because you'll see me later tonight. I'll be out there with the fans. Yeah, I know. I no yeah, you reservation you, nope. with throwing myself out there. Nope. You know, that's part of what I do. I love it. I'm going to be in the moment. 
generally people are wonderful and, and I think um, it's and you know, I think your and personality I, and I get honestly, that off you know I get that love from them and that's what makes me me and honestly now that I've talked to you for almost an hour and met you I can totally understand why you've been so successful for so long and oh, I, I want to thank you so much for taking thank the time you. to speak with me and well, thanks and, for coming on the bus terrific. and just yeah. hanging and just flying. I braved fly, downtown Toronto at 4.30 in the afternoon for this. Me. I know. I, we're sitting <laughs> on the bus next to the, all this traffic yeah. going up and down the street. <laughs> and it is great. When I got up this morning to go to my interviews this morning, I went, what are we on the highway? What's happening? What Did we break down? What's oh going my on? God. Because I saw nothing but traffic. And it's a weird place that they have us well, sitting outside of the venue. Well, on Monday, just two days ago, 48 hours ago, they had 2 million people here oh for the parade. Yeah. Yes, they did. And it was, I was watching it on my TV and it was yes, giving me anxiety. Like, I was like, did. this is fucking crazy down here. So, I know. you just missed it. If you were here on that day, <laughs> I can't even imagine. You wouldn't have made it. No, we so. wouldn't have made it. We came, we came last night, so it wasn't so bad. And we, yeah. you know, I'm excited about, you know, being here because I love Canada. And I'm love actually going to be back here okay. for Pieces of Me. So, check out TiffanyTunes.com, everybody. They will. I've got 40 dates. A lot in Canada. Sweet. I'll be back here for almost a week, spending time and saturating and doing some dates here and promotion and hanging out. Bring just bring the alcohol next time. It's okay. As an I American, know. you can bring I won't it across. Get rid of you can bring it, it oh for my personal gosh. use. Everybody it's okay. will be happy. Much my ba- my bus will be much more happier. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> a happy place to be. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, thank you so much. Oh, thanks, babe. Thank you. Thank you. you. That was so wonderful. Yeah. I really, really appreciate yeah. it. Oh, thank you You're so the much. Best. I loved it. So there it is with Tiffany. What a, just a fun time and great conversation. And it was really cool to just sit with her one-on-one on her bus, drinking wine, picking her brain. I mean, that's something that if you told me when I started this thing, I'd get to do. I would have never believed you. So I want to thank Tiffany and everyone on her team for doing this. Next week, we'll be back again. It's a good episode. I, I never, I don't like to tell you what it is. I I feel like it's jinxing it or something, but it's a good one. Believe me. So make sure you're subscribed, hit the button. And if you want to get in touch again, my email address, leadsingersyndrome at gmail.com. So I will leave you with a tune and she's got quite a few bangers, but I'm going to play the re-recorded version of the classic I think we're alone now. So here it is, the 2019 version on Lead Singer Syndrome. Peace and love. See you next week.